You're listening to the Social Hub Podcast, a place where we give small brands the skills and know-how to master all their social media, digital, and content marketing. I'm your host, Stacey Cranich, mum, champagne drinker, and self-confessed karaoke queen. Join me in a journey of real conversations and meaningful messages that will help you grow in your business and life so you can have the most epic version of both. If you have a big vision and are ready to shine, then grab a cuppa or a cocktail and listen in. Hey there, fabulous entrepreneur. This is Stacey and welcome to the Social Hub podcast. I am so happy that you choose to have me in your ears each and every week. Today's episode is a really cool conversation about growth mindset and trusting that the people will come. Growth is a topic that comes up all the time in my free community, the Fully Expressed Entrepreneurs Facebook group, and also in my paid communities as well. And the reason that growth has become such an important topic is I think there's two reasons behind it. One is that we all want to have a bigger audience. We all want to have more people to sell to. We all want to have more people in our um in our ecosystem that we can connect with and, um, you know, have in our, in our field, like a hundred percent growth is a, is a big part of success online. It's a big part of having a successful business. Um, if you're not growing, then there's a big chance that your business isn't growing either. Right. But there is also, I think that's just the truth of it in general, There's also a lot of focus from people and I hear a lot of experts out there that say things like, you know, you can't launch a course or a membership before you have, you know, a certain amount of followers or a larger audience and that sort of thing. So people start to also get a little bit scared that they can't grow their business. They can't do these things that they want to do to have the business that they want to have because they feel stuck in terms of the amount of followers that they have now. And they you know, might feel like, oh, I've only got 300 followers then I can't launch my membership that I really wanted to because I don't have enough. And then they feel that they have to spend all this time growing an audience when it's not necessarily actually the case. You can grow your audience and also be delivering services and products that you love and want to do at the same time. You can do both those things together at the same time. So for that reason both of those reasons, the fact that you do need an audience and you do need to grow to have a successful business um, is one reason, but also too, there's a lot of pressure out there to grow an audience. So what I see happening a lot is that people are spending a lot of time online. They're doing all the things all the time, very trying to be overactive online sometimes, I think, and just honestly feel like they're just busting their gut trying to grow. And it can feel sometimes like you're pushing shit up a hill right? And so what, what becomes difficult then is it's just like, how do I trust that the people will come when, when I'm in the phase of trying to grow? How do I trust? How do I have the belief and the faith that they will come and have that growth mindset when I'm in that really like murky, hard, difficult stage of trying to grow? How do, how do you do that? So 
In this episode, I actually unpack that. Now, it's an interesting conversation because this is actually, I've taken this out of my paid membership, the Social Collective. Inside of the membership, I allow the members to request certain topics that they would like me to talk about um, in, you know, sort of spot mentoring with them inside of our group. Uh, And this is aside from our regular training series that we have all the time in our masterclasses and Zoom coaching And one of them was on growth. And we actually, timely enough, have our growth series in April where we're going to be deep diving into all different aspects of growth um, and and how to grow your audience online. And so we've got that coming up, but I said I can definitely talk about the mindset in terms of being able to trust that the people will come Um, and also to be able to have that, you know, abundant feeling an abundant feeling of abundance with the audience that you already have, right, as well. So I went in and we had this conversation inside of the paid group this week and it was just one that everyone absolutely loved. They, everyone was just like, this is exactly what I needed. Um, this is so powerful. I, you know, I really needed to hear this message right now because they were in those feelings of murkiness around their own growth. So I wanted to share it all with you because I think it's such a powerful conversation to have. I think that, you know, we're always going to be growing as business owners. We're always going to be growing and there's always going to be that sense of feeling that we're never there yet. So we have to always be working on that growth mindset because we're always going to be growing. And um, I just could not share it with you. It's just a beautiful conversation. So I'm going to hand it over to the episode for you to get stuck into. And what I'm also going to do is if you head over to the show notes page for today's episode at all the W's, the social forward slash 66, you will find the details to be able to check out my mentorship program, the social collective. We do this sort of stuff all the time when we're doing group coaching inside of my live streams um, and also in our, in our group mentoring one-on-one options as well. And we're actually getting a bit of an upgrade at the moment to the membership. It's going to be released really soon. If you're listening to this from the future, it's already here. And the topic of mindset, growth, um, money mindset is going to be a huge part of the new journey that this um, amazing offering is going to take. So I'm going to put the details for you to check that out there as well. And this is just a little tiny taste of the things that we get up to in there all the time. And for now, enjoy the episode. Here we are to talk about growth mindset. So I guess in turn, there's there's kind of three points I really want to make in terms of your mindset around growth. I, I know, and before I talk about those three, I guess the main thing I want to kind of reiterate, which gets said over and over again, and I think it's just, it's, it's timely to always check in and sit in with it, that it's not a numbers game. Like, There is no trophy, there's no award, there's nothing that you get to finish first in the game of business, right? There is no such thing. There is no finish line, right? And in terms of your audience and your growth and your followers and the clients and the people that you're attracting into your sphere with what it is that you do, 
there's no prize to who gets to a certain place first. So if you're talking, let's use social media followers as an example, and you're like, oh, I've still only got 2,000 followers or 3,000 followers or 500 followers and I really want 5,000. Like this person has 5,000 followers, I want 5,000. You know, in the last 12 months I've seen people, peers of mine, go from about the same amount of followers as me, around that 3,000 mark, to over 10 thousand followers and I'll talk about comparisonitis in a second um but there's no there's no prize that you don't get a prize for that you know so there's no finish line that you need you should be busting your gut to get to and just because you get to the next stage of followers or the next thousand or the next two thousand or the next three thousand or four thousand or five thousand doesn't you don't get a you don't get a trophy for achieving that right you get the mental accolades of achieving it, but it's a lot of work. It's it's work to grow an audience. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen by chance. Growing your audience happens by you taking strategic steps consistently to making it happen. And it's those things done consistently over time that will bring rewards in terms of a larger following, but not just a larger following, but also on the followers that you want. The other thing I'll say is that if you're focused on that number, it can just become about the number. And then other things that are really important in your strategy can fall by the wayside, like having really good content, having engaging content, showing up consistently. You can start to think that a lot of things aren't working if you're not seeing the numbers tick up and up and up. And that's 100% not the case. I've said this a million times and I'll definitely say it again. You can have just as much success with 500 followers as you could have with 5,000 if they're the right 500 people. So you, you, don't, you don't need to be striving for all the new people all the time. You need to be focusing on nurturing the people that are already there. You've already got people that have opted into you. You've already got people that have followed you or bought into your mailing list or paid you money or, you know, whatever it is that have said that they're invested in you. You've already got those people. And if you're not nurturing those people, you're missing out on an opportunity to potentially convert them into being paying clients because you're so focused on going out to get the new ones all the time. And this is where, you know, it comes down to that old adage of, you know, it costs, um, you know, back in corporate when I was managing people, it was like, you know, it costs more money to get a new staff member than retain an existing one. It's the same with a client. It costs more money to get a new client than to, acquire a new one. Um, it's easier to cross-sell an existing person who's paid you before than it is to get a new person to pay you, right? Like all those things. So I think that <clears throat> in terms of growth, it's timely to remember that you don't get a prize for getting to the next follower, 1,000 followers. Um, and if you're and to not just focus on that, even though yes, it's important, it's good to grow your audience. Um, and it should be a part of your strategy. It's not the only part of your strategy. And you can be loving on the people that have already bought into you um, and having major success from that. Now, I know people who have less than 5,000 followers that have six-figure-a-month businesses. So you don't also have to have a certain amount of followers to be successful either. And also remember that everyone's version of success is different. So one person's version is going to be very different to yours. So really knowing what your version of success looks like in your business is also extremely important because if you're getting that with 2,000 followers, 
then you're getting it with 2,000 followers, right? You can still obviously be doing your growth activities, but it just helps you kind of see things at a bigger scale. I also know people with over 10,000 followers that don't generate half as much income as people with less. So I don't believe the follower number is a true indicator of the value of the business. I think the engagement of the audience is the value of the business and the conversion rate. So you could have a low amount of followers, but they could convert at a really high rate from followers into clients. And that's way more important at the end of the day than that number on your Instagram page. All right, so the three points I'm going to make about this to help you in terms of that growth mindset and how to set you up and galvanize you um, to be able to trust that the people will come because they will, they 100% will. So the first one is have a strategy. And that's what we're going to be doing next month in the growth series. That's going to help you with your growth strategies. Um, And we're going to be digging really deep into growth strategies, which is super cool. If you have a strategy, it's easier to trust that they're coming because you know that you're doing the right things to make it happen. If you don't have a strategy for growth um, and you don't have a plan for how you're going to grow your audience and you're just throwing stuff out there, hoping that more followers will come, then it's really hard to have a growth mindset because you don't, you know, you don't really know what you're doing. You're just throwing stuff out there. You don't know that you've got the right plan. You don't, you're not following a plan to help, you, to help you to grow the audience. So how can you trust that they can come if you haven't done that? It would be like getting in a car to <clears throat> go on a holiday to somewhere you've never been before and not looking up any directions. How can you trust that you'll get there if you haven't done that? Now, obviously, you could trust in the universe. You could pray to whatever figure it is that you believe in. Um, you could trust your gut and you could, I roughly know where I'm going and you could hope for the best, but you're not going to have that sense of I'm definitely going to get there. There's always going to be that little niggle in the back of your head, right? Whereas if you know how you, where you're going, you've got your path mapped out, you know how to get there, what time you need to leave, where you need to stop for petrol, all of those things, you trust that you're getting where you need to go. And that that pressure and that stress leaves your mind. It's the same with your growth mindset. If you've got a strategy to help you grow and you're consistently actioning it every week, month, quarter, and year, you will grow. It's 100% proven that it will absolutely happen. So you can trust that the people will come because you've got the system and the process in place to make that happen which is where I always say I'm definitely all about the woo and the energy, but you've got to back it up with practicality. You can't just sit there and meditate and try to manifest 10,000 followers or 10,000 new people into your audience without actually doing any work to make it happen. I'm not saying that it has to be hard work. I'm not saying that it has to be work that sends you into burnout or brings up all this mum guilt or it has to be an inauthentic strategy or any of those things. It has to be authentic. It has to be something that's going to work with your routine and your family and all the things going on behind the scenes. But if you don't have that plan, it's not going to happen, right? Um, 100%. Second thing would be stop comparing yourself to other people. So usually when someone's thinking that they're not growing enough, 
that they wish they had a certain amount of followers, there's oftentimes if you do a little bit of soul searching, you've probably looked at somebody else and benchmarked your audience growth success on theirs. And if that is happening, unfollow those people. doesn't matter if they're in your niche. It doesn't matter who they are. Just unfollow them. Like it's, you shouldn't be following people that are making you feel like that. You know, unfollow them. Um, or work on your own mindset so that you can congratulate them and share in their success and look at that as an opportunity to look at someone that, you know, may have what you would like to have and use it as inspiration, not to copy, not to emulate what they've done, but be inspired to create your own strategy that will help you have the same success, okay? Um, The other thing that's dangerous with comparisonitis is that you don't know what's going on in their lives and they their situation can be totally different to yours. So, you know, if I was to compare myself to someone working in social media who was in their 20s, let's say, and didn't have children compared to me who's in her 40s and has tweens and almost teenager, my ability to do what they do doesn't exist. Like we're in totally different stages of their life. At my life. It, and it will also be like someone who has newborns comparing how much work I do in my business to what they do because both my kids go to school, right? So that's just an example. So when you're comparing yourself, you know, not only is there a little bit of mindset work that goes into, okay, comparison's okay so long as you're looking at that thing and you're going, looking at what they've achieved and using it as inspiration to do it yourself, not beat yourself up. But also, too, their situation is different to yours. They could have a totally different family life. You know, you could be a single parent. They might have lots of help. They might live near family that can help them. You might not. They might be in a position to invest more financially in outsourcing or paid ads. You're not. There's a number of different reasons why they've got to where they are. And their strategy that they're using might look really simple on the outside because it does. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes and what their situation is that has enabled them to get to that point. And all you can do is work on your situation, (laughs) work on your family routine, getting support from, you know, as your children grow, getting them to support the family unit, getting your husband on board, having family that can help. Maybe your parents need to help look after the kids and stuff like that in terms of family things. I'm just using family as an example. Um, If it's financial investment, maybe you're still doing everything yourself in your business and you haven't outsourced yet because you're not financially in a position to do that, right? Those times will come if you've got the strategy to make it happen. This is why strategy is so important because if you've got that strategy and you've got that plan and you're actioning it consistently, the things will come. It's just a matter of time. So comparisonitis is super dangerous because you're not comparing apples with apples. You're comparing an apple to a watermelon because you and someone else you're comparing yourself to are not the same people. So if you take comparisonitis out of it and stop looking at people, other people and going, oh, I wish I had what they had, instead of looking at them and going, that's really inspiring that they've been able to go from where I am to they are, Here's my awesome strategy I've created for myself and my business that works for me 
no one else works for me and I'm going to keep following that strategy and that plan because I know that if that happens, the people will come and then you don't have to worry about it. It takes all that stress off your mind. Um, something else I was going to say about comparisonitis. Oh, yeah, that was the thing I was going to say about comparisonitis. Everyone else has been where you are. So if you're looking at someone else who's built a six-figure, seven-figure business, they started off on a $1,000 a month business and then went to a $5,000 a month business and then went to a $10,000 a month business. They've just been on that part of the road before you. So you can trust that that will come because you're on the same road. You're just following your own path on that road. And that's really important as well. I look at people that have created success now. It used to get to me sometimes in the beginning, but I've done so much work on myself now, it doesn't bother me anymore. And I look at those people and I just go, it's so, I'm like, it's so awesome that they've done that because to me, I'm like, it means it can be done. And I go, yes, it can be done. It can be done that way. I, I get to do business that way because that person showed me that I can. I get to do business this way because that person showed me I can. I get to make money off selling only online courses because that other person did it, right? Whatever it means to you. So they can they show you that it can come. So it helps you trust that the people will come because other people have paved a way to show you that it can be done. That's probably a better way to look at you know comparison in a way. The last thing I would say about trusting that the people will come is what's the junk that you're holding on to that makes you think that they won't? And I'll I'll ask that again because it takes a little bit to sink in sometimes, but what is the junk that you're holding on to that makes you think that they won't come? So do you think that the people won't come? So the followers won't come. The email subscribers won't come. You won't be able to grow your mailing list. You won't be able to sell your courses. The clients won't come. The people won't come because they won't like your offers. They'll think you're stupid. They'll think you're up yourself. They'll see you as the fraud that you really think you are, even though you're not. Um, They'll call you out on X, Y, Z, that they'll post hate, comments on your social media which you can delete by the way so don't worry about that um and you know what are all those things what's that junk that you're holding on to because that's just all stories that you've made up that don't exist people will buy your offers if you've got the right strategy they won't say that you're stupid they won't call you out for being a fraud because you're not a fraud You are here to help the people that you're here to help and you need to help them find you. And when they do, they are going to 100% love you. That is 100% the truth. Um, And, yeah, there's there's always some sort of mindset thing. Is it a self-worth thing? Do you not think that you're worthy of making a business income so you treat your business like a hobby? What is it? What's the junk that you're holding on to in terms of your growth in your business, followers, email subscribers, clients, whatever it is, that's preventing you from believing that they won't come? What are those stories? What do they look like for you? It's going to be different for everyone. 
some of the things that I used to tell myself, the stupid stories I'd tell myself is that I used to get a lot of the whole, um, I used to think people would think I was a fraud and that I have, you know, people would think I had no idea what I was doing because everyone else was doing it better than me. When in actual fact, I teach the same shit that all my peers teach, well, the good ones anyway, there's some pretty, <laughs> there's some people out there teaching some pretty shitty strategy. I don't teach the same stuff as them, but all the good people, I'm teaching the same stuff as them. They haven't got anything different to tell you that I do. They just have a different energy to share it with. You'll probably learn the same strategies from every person just in, packaged up in a different way. People buy into your energy. I say that all the time as well. So that whole thing of thinking that people were going to call me out as being a fraud is because I thought I was one, but I'm not. That's all my, oh, That was all my imposter syndrome shit that I had to work through. Once I worked through that and I realized that, well, really, I'm just teaching the same stuff, I just package up in a different way. It allowed me to step into the energy that I wanted people to buy into. Once I stepped into that energy, that really helped. The other things that I think that have come up for me before in the past have been, you know, no one will buy this. I've had stuff that people didn't buy. And you know what? Usually it was because I wasn't really attached to it anyway. I just thought I'd throw it out there because, it, oh, that would be a good way to make a bit of extra money, throw this thing out there and people will buy it. I wasn't attached to it, so I didn't sell it properly because I couldn't get my energy behind it. Um, this is sort of stuff, this is the growth stuff I've had to work through. Um, so, you know, when it comes to, like, people buying my stuff, I, I now have only have offers that I 100% love that I know people will buy. Even if only one person buys it today, I know that in 12 months time or however long, 100 people will have. I'm okay with that because I love them all and I'm totally behind them. So that growth has helped me evolve my offers to the point that I absolutely love all my offers, you know. But, you know, it's definitely working through that junk that you're holding on to that makes you think that they're not. And what are those stories? How do you unpack them? Do you journal? Do you meditate? Do you go for a walk? Do you have a glass of wine? Like what's the way you unpack that stuff? But un- identifying them is probably the biggest and the fastest, like the, the biggest step is identifying what those stories are because they are, they're just a story. They're not true. And I bet you if you asked every single other successful business person around, they have had a whole bunch of stories that they used to tell themselves and it wasn't until they worked through and did all the inner work to break through those stories that then they had a massive growth. And you hear of that all the time. It's like that murky stage of growing and doing all the work and the inner work and the outer work and all that stuff and you're just going through it and it just feels like you're just honestly pushing shit uphill. You can get to that point. But when you when you push through that ceiling is when you have big steps in your growth, big steps. So the inner work's just as important as the strategy and all that stuff. Mel, this is so powerful. Love it. Awesome. I love that you love it. Um, the other thing I'll say about growth mindset and trusting or not trusting that the people will come, you're probably in bear mode when you're telling yourself that. So when you're having one of those moments where you are like, 
the people aren't coming. I'm not going to grow. My audience is going to be at 500 followers forever or I'm not going to get any clients and no one's going to buy this. You're probably in bear mode. What does your bear need? What's your bear trying to tell you? Give her that so you can work through it. So here's the other thing about bear mode. If your bear is telling you that no one's going to buy your stuff, it's not because your bear's right and your bear's telling you the truth. Your bear's trying to show you that you've got some inner shit that you need to work through in terms of your self-worth around people buying your offers. So those voices that you hear in bear mode that are stopping you from thinking that you can get where you need to go, it's not the message that your bear is conveying to you. It's the limiting belief that's coming up for you in that moment, which is what you need to work on. And that is where the best inner work can get done. Now, the one thing I'll say is, and I, like not every bear mode is when you have inner stuff come up, but if you're in bear mode and you get one of these big, you know, crushing tidal waves of no one's going to buy my shit and then, you know, you just want to curl up under a, a doona and just, I don't know, get onto seek and look for a full-time job because it's too hard. Trust me, I think we've all done that in bear mode. Um, is, yeah, pull the doona over, go and get all snuggly somewhere, maybe get your journal, maybe put some music on that you like or go for a walk or go for a swim or put your feet in the sand or whatever it is you need to do, pour a cup of tea. But don't ignore the message because the message there is not that, like I said, not that people won't buy your shit, but that you've got a limiting belief around it. So what is that limiting belief? How can you do the inner work to release that limiting belief and make a new one? So if your limiting belief is that no one's going to buy your stuff because they won't like it, that's not true. What's the truth around that? The truth around it is that you have a certain amount of people, aka your niche, that need your offer and what you need to do is just open up the path for them to be able to find you and when they can find you, then they will buy it. That's the truth. And then that circles back around to the important business strategy. What is your niche? Who are you here to serve? What is your strategy to make sure that you can get them to see who you are, find you, um, consume you, and then buy from you? And then what's that strategy around that, right? So once you do that inner work and you've released it, you know that there's a new story there, then you can go to work on the real shit you need to do and take the action to make it happen. Um, I'm all good today. Currently in wild mode, wanting to launch. Oh, my husband's ringing me again. He rings every time I'm live. Um, wanting to launch a hundred things and tear my house apart and rearrange it. I'm actually, um, I woke up in bear mode for the second day in a row. Awesome source. Um, and I'm just about to get my period this week, but in a couple of days. So, um, I have a very berry few days in those few days. Um, and I thought I went for a swim and I thought that would lift me out of bear mode because it normally does. And then I get into super mode, but I'm still in it. And let's be honest, I'll probably stay in it today and, and sleep through it. Not ideal. I'm going to actually turn the 
tech off after I've done this live and that might help lift it, which is fine. But I know I know I need to be powered down off tech. I'm having one of those bear modes where I need to power down off tech. Um, but I actually did a um, video I'm going to load up to my soul mode series on when bear mode isn't a power down because um, I thought I didn't need to power down this morning, but now I think I actually do. <laughs> Uh, it's been $150 at Kmart. Awesome. I'm about to do a Kmart order for like tracksuit pants and stuff. Anyway, I'm digressing. Um, trusting that people will come, growth mindset. That's all my tips. That's what I've got to say. This is a really cool conversation. I want this one to keep going. Um, obviously, this is going to go into the podcast app, but we're going to back this up with really good strategy in April with our April series. Um, and I really want you guys to keep talking about this Pop in the comments anything that's coming up in terms of your mindset. Um, and, yeah, let's keep this going in conversation. This is a really, really good one. All right, guys, have an amazing day. I will see, oh, I'll see you guys tomorrow for Ask Me Anything session. That'll be fun. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to the Social Hub podcast. You can find the show notes for today's episode over at all the W's, thesocialhubau.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to join me in my community and continue the conversation, jump over to Facebook and join the Social Media 101 Facebook group. Until then, stay classy. Stay classy.